Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is war. W-A-L-L. You bet your life. She's the type of girl, very striking, uh, retired to when she enters the room, everybody looks at her. 
So what? When a rhinoceros walks into a room, everybody looks. I didn't mean your wife was a rhinoceros. Although she could be, as far as I'm concerned. I've never seen her. Now, Fortune, where have I heard your name? It's a very familiar name. It rings some kind of a bell, but I just can't place it. You may have seen it on the sports page, Doctor. I saw the discus. You, you saw the discus? Yes. Mm-hmm. At who? <laughs> Are you pretty good with the discus? Well, I saw about 194 feet, 6 inches. Mm-hmm. Is that good? That's the world's record. <laughs> Fortune, I, I have seen your name in the sports pages, and I, I'm happy to meet you. Thank you, sir. We don't have the world champion discus thrower up here every week, you know. Not even every other week. You know? <laughs> Actually, we're, we're proud of you. Very proud of you. Now then, what is a discus? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a discus jockey, are you? <laughs> Well, a discus is uh, comparable to two plates laid face to face and uh, weighs 4 pounds, 6.4 ounces, has a metal ring around the outside and uh, metal on the inside and the rest is wood. Mm. It sounds just like the biscuits Aunt Minnie used to make. Gretchen, huh? <laughs> aren't you excited uh, being up here with a celebrity? Oh, I sure am. He's so tall and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Who's talking about him? <laughs> You haven't got a chance here tonight, uh, Gretchen. Fortune, by the way, has marriage affected your athletic progress? It's, it's made a bum out of a lot of athletes, you know. It's and also a lot of people who aren't athletes. It's done me a great deal, Doc. You know, my, it has. Uh, yes, I've broken the world twice since I've been married. This, and you attribute this to the uh, matrimony? Oh, yes. Good food and good wife. Is your wife interested in your track activities? Very much, Doc. So she uh, stands out about 180 feet. She did. I'd uh, start with, and I would throw at her for directional purposes. You would throw at her? Yes, sir. And then, of course, to get up to 194 feet, she'd just back up. Uh-huh. Well, with an incentive like that, most men could throw a piano. <laughs> Imagine you had a chance to throw a discus at your wife. Huh? Gretchen, let's get back to you. Do, do you ever throw the discus at your husband? No, I don't even know what one looks like. <laughs> you don't know what a husband looks like? No. Or a, <laughs> or a discus? No, the discus. Oh. You have a husband? Oh, yes, I have oh, a husband. Have a... I guess you're not rugged enough to be heaving a discus around, are you? I guess not. <laughs> well, what outside interests do you have? Uh, well, I'm the constable of Harupa Judicial District in well, Riverside good, County. Good day. I'll see you again. <laughs> <laughs> you're a constable? Yes, I am. The shades of Jesse James. <laughs> the Wild West was wilder than I thought it was. <laughs> How did you get to be a constable? What do you do as a constable? Well, I have to serve all kinds of papers. Oh, and, uh, did you switch them over to my house one day? <laughs> I might. <laughs> Even if it's only a subpoena. So I serve those kinds of papers. Do you? Uh-huh, and I have to summon juries, and then when they have a jury trial, I have to act as the bailiff in the court. How many crooks have you tossed <laughs> in the can since you've been in office? Up to now, none. <laughs> You're getting money on the false pretension. <laughs> <aren't you? laughs> Why haven't you, Gretchen? Well, what a name I... for a constable, Gretchen, <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't run across any like this. Oh, well, I wish, hiding you, from me. I wish you luck in the near future. <laughs> well, it's been very interesting talking to you two, and I'd like to continue, but now it's time to play your bet your life. You're only $20 or more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big money later. 
You selected the animal kingdom as your category. I'll name three things. You tell me what kind of animal, bird, or fish they are. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you bet? Mm. All of it. Mm -hmm. All of it. What are Dalmatians, beagles, and stealing hands? Dogs. Dalmatians, dogs. Dogs is correct. <laughs> on your way, you have $40. Now, how much of the $40 are you going to bet on this one? Mm. All of it. All of it. All right. What are Cheviots, Oxford Downs, and Cotswolds? C-O-T-S-W-O-L-D-S. Cheviots, Oxford Downs, and Cotswolds. Talk it over. Yeah. Take a guess. Sheep. What that? Sheep is right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you now have eighty dollars. Yes, that's cheap at half the price. Are you thinking? Let me nervous, eh? They got eighty dollars. All right. How you? This is your third question. Uh, how much of the eighty do you want to try? All of it. All right, what are monitors, iguanas, and chameleons? Lizards. Lizards is right. <laughs> <laughs> you now have $160. Here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much will you bet? All of it. What are sperms, sulfur bottoms, and bottlenoses? Fangs, sulfur bottoms, and bottlenoses. If you don't know, take a guess. Um. He's a part of the animal kingdom. Animal, bird, or fish? Fish. No, it's, uh, they're whales. You were close, but not close enough. That's a tough question. Well, nobody leaves here broke. I'll give you one more question. You get this right, and you'll spit twenty-five dollars. You ready? How many shots in a six-shooter? <laughs> six. Six is right. Sorry, you didn't win. Thank you, guys. That's too bad. Thanks and good luck from the Desoto Plymouth dealer. Now, news about the big, bright, beautiful event that is happening tomorrow. And tomorrow's the day to see it at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The big, bright, beautiful new 54 Plymouth, the car that introduces to the low price field fabulous new ideas in beauty and high style. Tomorrow's also the day to enter the big Plymouth contest. $25,000 worth of prizes. Your chance to win a new 54 Plymouth or one of hundreds of cash prizes just for telling what you like most about this exciting new car. I like the choice of drive Plymouth gives you. Synchro silent or at flight extra cost, either overdrive or no shift high drive. I like the new Plymouth full-time power steering. Makes parking so easy, and it's surprising how little extra it costs. Yes, the contest's real easy. Lots of fun. And you can get an entry blank containing the easy rules and the full list of prizes tomorrow from your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. But don't put it off. Contest closes Monday. So be sure to go in and see the new 54 Plymouth tomorrow. Okay, George, who's next? Well, our studio selected a woman who works in a movie uh, studio to be on the show tonight. Oh, uh, actress? Uh, well, you'll see in just a minute. She's oh, Mrs. I can't uh, wait, George. <laughs> Lorena Nelson. And her partner is Mr. Robert 
Mr. Dick. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your bet to life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Mrs. Lorena Nelson and Mr. Robert Disadake. Mrs. Nelson, where are you from? Cortland, Nebraska. Cortland, Nebraska. I was caught in Nebraska once, too. <laughs> May I ask how old you are? That's sort of a, a nosy question, but uh, I'm a very uh, nosy fellow. Well, I have to say I'd rather not. You'd rather say you would rather not? Uh, well, let's, let's skip it. It's all right with me. Okay. Now, Mr. Robert Disadake, uh, that's an unusual name. What kind of a name is it? Well, that's the German extraction name. Oh, Mr. Dick, that, that's too formal. What do the boys in the office call you? Well, lots of things, mostly shorty. <laughs> well, that's logical. What other name is there for a name like this today? <laughs> how, how tall are you, shorty? Well, it depends on who asks me. Usually I'm 5 foot 18 inches. <laughs> in other words, you're 5 feet 6, is that right? No, 6 feet 6. Oh, 6 feet 6. Bob, a fellow with your height makes an, an easy target. I presume you're married, is that right? That's right, I am. How did you meet your wife? Was it an office romance? Oh, no, I met my wife my sophomore year in college. In my junior year, we were married, and in my senior year, we had our first daughter. I guess that's what they mean by progressive education. <laughs> you had just the one child? No, we have three children now. Oh, you're back in college again, huh? <laughs> You went back for postgraduate work, is that right? <laughs> now, Mrs. Nelson, you say you're from Van Cortland Park? That's in the Bronx, isn't it? No, Nebraska. Oh, your Van Cortland Park is in Nebraska? No, Cortland. Oh, Cortland. Well, let's Cortland, get back to you. Fenneman says you're from a movie studio. Is that right? That's right. Are you an actress? No, I work behind the scenes. Well, so do I, but I mean, what is your... Uh... <laughs> How do you make a living? Uh, I'm with the ladies' wardrobe, oh. 20th Century Fox. Okay. Ladies' wardrobe? That's right. Well, what do you do in your job? I dress the stars. Could uh, you tell the get folks? Them, get... get them ready for their pictures. Uh -huh. What stars? Make their clothes. What are some of the actresses well, that you've uh, sent these things on? Susan Hayward. Yeah. Betty Grable. Yeah. And Marilyn Monroe. And uh, Gene Simmons and Vera Allen, but they're just—they're not with our studio. They're borrowed stars. Okay. You say you borrowed them? Uh, we borrowed uh, Gene Simmons and Vera Allen. Mm -hmm. Well, can anybody do that? Or I mean, you have to—you <laughs> have to be in the studio, huh? I Bob, what sort of work do you do? I work for the probation department in the county of Los Angeles. What do you do uh, for the probation department? I'm in the administrative offices. I'm the executive assistant of the probation department. Mm -hmm. The job sounds pretty cushy. What do you have to know to get a job like that? Well, you have to know the answers to the civil service examination that all people who work for the county have to take and pass. Well, do you have to keep a civil tongue in your head when you're doing this? Yeah, I imagine you do when you're taking your interview. Well, what did you do before you got this job? I was an examiner for the Civil Service Commission. <laughs> Well, you certainly know the right fellow to go to to get a job. <laughs> now, wasn't that a little uh, irregular, giving yourself your own examination? No, I didn't do that. Uh, someone else prepared and administered the examination that I took. I would probably have gotten a better grade if I had made my own, huh? 
I would think so. <laughs> well, I hate to change the subject, but now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, George is going to remind our listeners. In the race for the $1,000, the first couple lost all their money, and the secret word is wall. You selected uh, English expressions for American words as your category. I'll give you the English expression, and you give me the American version of the same word. Is that clear? Yes. Okay. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Of the 20. All of it. All of it. In England, they call it a tram. What do we call it here? Streetcar. Streetcar is right. You now I have $40. $40? How much are you going to go for? All of it. In England, they call it an ironmonger. What do we call it here? Will you say that again? Ironmonger. I-R-O-N-M-O-N-G-E-R-S. Do you know anything about that? If you don't know, take a guess. Miner? No, it's a, it's a hardware store. Ironmonger's is a hardware store. Well, they uh -oh. lost, lost all their money, Groucho. Uh, well, nobody leaves here broke. They give you one more question, get this right, and you'll spend 25 bucks. How many wheels on a tricycle? About three. So about three is absolutely right. Sorry, didn't win. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Well, Groucho, we invited some ladies' dress shop proprietors to the program. And our studio audience selected uh, Mary Campbell to be on the show. And her partner is a schoolboy, Leonard Ross. So, folks, would you come in and meet Groucho Marx? Mrs. Mary Campbell and Mr. Leonard... <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Ross, eh? Uh, say, can't we get him a box of sand or something? Leonard? I'll talk to you in a minute, Shorty, as soon as you grow up here. There you go. Okay. No, that's no good. Now he's taller than I am. Huh? <laughs> Mrs. Campbell, where are you from? Scotland, I imagine. Eh? Franklin, Kentucky. Franklin, Kentucky, yeah. Down the bluegrass country, yeah? Close to Bowling Green. Bowling Green, huh? <laughs> well, I'm a little bowling, but uh, <laughs> let's talk about your job. Uh, what, is, what is it you do? I'm a sales girl. A sales girl? Mm-hmm. For Estelle McKenzie's dress shop. Oh. Between Bullocks and I Magnus. Yeah. Well, tell us about the new styles and, and keep them short, huh? Well, I don't think they're going to be short. You don't, huh? Well, I'm no. sorry to hear that. <laughs> but I think they're going to feature full skirts and slim skirts. And What's the difference between a slim skirt and a full skirt? Well, a full skirt's like I have on. Yeah, and a slim skirt is, is what you have off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that clarifies that pretty well. Now, Leonard, by, uh, by you're Leonard, aren't you? Oh, yes, I believe so. <laughs> well, do you have a nickname, uh, Leonard? Or do you prefer Leonard? Um, uh, I'd like to use Lenny. Lenny, eh? How old are you, Len? Oh, eight. Eight? And where were you born? Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. How long ago? Eight years. It's <laughs> <laughs> tricky, this kid, isn't it? <laughs> What grade are you in school? B4. B4, huh? No, I mean now. Huh? B4. Let's not go into an Abbott and Costello routine here. Huh? What grade are you in in school? B4. 
You're going to stick to that story, huh? <laughs> what is your favorite subject? Arithmetic. I've always liked that subject myself, Lenny. Let's see how good you are. How much is 15 and 10? 25. That's absolutely correct. Huh? That's too nice. <laughs> you got a pencil on you? Oh, no. What's the I, way I, I think that's right. I hope Fenneman's listening. I told him he could be replaced. You know. <laughs> now, you ask me one and make it tough. Not too tough. Oh, uh, 11 times 208. <laughs> 11 times 208. 11 times... 10 times 208. One more example like that, and I'll kick that soapbox out from under you. <laughs> I give up. How much is it? Uh, 2,088. 2,088. 288. 2,288. 2,000, that's absolutely right, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you know, how, do, how did you figure that out so fast? 10 times uh, 208, 2,080. That's right, and that I have. 208 uh, would be 2,000... Yeah, you're pretty good, Lenny. When I was eight years old, I could only count up to 15. <laughs> that was the number of pool balls there was on the table. <laughs> Are there 16 balls on the pool, the pool table counting the uh, cue balls? <laughs> This kid is not only an exploit mathematician, he's a pool shark. And... <laughs> well, let's try you on some tough ones. Uh, Fenneman. Hey, Fen George. George. Come out here, please. I don't want to be humiliated alone out here. <laughs> now, uh, Fenneman, maybe a little of this will rub off on you. <laughs> All right, uh, Lenny. I'm... Uh, Multiply 640 by 5 and divide by 2 and a half. Let's see, 2, eight. 1280. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> what is it? 1280. Well, I haven't even got it written down. <laughs> you say you went to Stanford, uh, George? Huh? And you divide by how much? <laughs> Here we are, two old men asking, <laughs> asking an eight an eight year old moppet how to uh, do a sum. And how much you want to divide by? To keep me out of this, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> are you bored, Lenny? This won't take more than ten minutes, huh? You give yeah. up, George? Oh, I uh, forget yeah. it, huh? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you and I at the beginning, huh? I'll see you in nursery school tomorrow morning at night. Lanny, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I could learn something by continuing this conversation, but the time has come for you two to win a lot of money. Run your $20 no more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big money. In the race for the $1,000, both couples lost all their money. George, come out here again. Don't ever leave me alone with this monster. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see how I can bid you $20. You selected Canadian cities and provinces. I'll give you the Canadian city, and you tell me the name of the province. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? You have $20. Oh, 20 okay. All of it? All of it. All right. And what Canadian province is the city of Montreal? Quebec. Absolutely right. <laughs> we now have 
about forty dollars. Why don't you make it a little tougher for yourself and do this in fractions, right here? How much of your forty dollars will you bet on your second question? How much? All forty. You have forty dollars, and what Canadian province is the city of Halifax? Nova Scotia. Right. You're now fine to eighty dollars. Mrs. Campbell, aren't you going to say anything here tonight? I don't have a chance. <laughs> Here's your third question. How much of the 80 are you going to go for? 80. <laughs> In what Canadian province is the city of Gander? This is a famous stopping off place for planes en route to Europe. I'll take a guess at it. I don't know if that's catch one. I didn't know it. I took a guess at it. Well, one answer between you. Well, I'm sorry. It's Newfoundland. They're broke, huh? Yeah, they lost all their money. I'll give you one question. I'll get this right, and we'll bring your winnings up to $25. What Shakespearean character gives Hamlet soliloquy? He was buried in Grant's tomb. <laughs> General Grant is at the <laughs> Thanks, and good luck, and good couples lost all their money tonight, so all three couples in just one moment get the chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question. Say, George, did I ever tell you about a friend of mine named DeSoto? DeSoto? Well, that's not really his name, but it makes the sponsors so happy. Oh, I see. Well, what about your friend DeSoto? Do you know him, too? How that DeSoto does get around. I want you to watch this, folks. This is the trickiest lead-in to a commercial you've ever seen. Not the dramatic new DeSoto, Groucho. Mm -hmm. This lovely car isn't going to be around until its first appearance on November 5th. It's well worth waiting for, though. What was that date again, Fenneman? November 5th. And what happens then? 30 years in show business, and all of a sudden, I'm a straight man. November 5th is the day the dramatic 1954 DeSoto, the most beautiful and best-performing car ever built, will go on display for the first time. So be on hand November 5th and see the dramatic new DeSoto. Yes, friends, on November 5th, drop in and see your Groucho Plymouth dealer. And when you drive in, you'll tell them the dramatic new DeSoto really sent you. Well, Groucho, here are the three couples all tied for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Now, we've given them a little slip of paper... And uh, if all three couples get it right, we'll split the money among them. Are we all set? Okay. Our present calendar has been in use since 1582. When it replaced the old style, or Julian calendar, the one now in use throughout the world was named for the Pope who introduced it. For $1,000, what do we call it? What do we call this calendar? You have 15 seconds and talk it over. This one says Gideon. That's wrong. Nothing from our second nothing couple. Nothing from the second one. That's wrong. And nothing from the third one. That's wrong. This is a tough night. It's the correct answer is the Gregorian calendar. That means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, they all lost the big money, but and they didn't win anything in the quiz. Huh? No. They each won $25. Thanks, and good luck to the Soda Plymouth dealer. <laughs> 
Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't forget Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Remember that the dealers who sell the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field, will have the magnificent new 1954 DeSoto on display November 5th. DeSoto, Plymouth. Two great new cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, just be sure to see the distinguished new DeSoto. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Caution, control, and courtesy are the ingredients that add up to traffic safety. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. <laughs>